Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk long-term food storage. Now, we've actually covered long-term food storage, but guess what? The world has changed, and the world's changed a lot. Um, So we're going to kind of revisit with current prices, and we're also going to revisit our own inventory. And actually, now that we've looked into things, We've come up with some new insights and new ways to maybe approach the long-term food storage situation. Um, So we went through and, you know, in our, you know, 2020 world with coronavirus and everything else, things are uh, a little different. Their uh, prices are, have definitely gone up um, because a lot more people are thinking about being prepared and honestly, As much as we all want to deny it, there seems to be some inflation going on in the world in general. So, you know, there's a lot of things to look at and consider. So me and Kevin are going to dig deep. We're going to talk about what we're doing with our storage. We're going to talk about what happened when we got in and checked our supplies. And we're going to talk about, you know, what we're seeing at the grocery stores and what we're seeing online as far as long-term food storage. Kevin, uh, I don't know where you want to start. You want to go online here, or yeah, let's. Well, let's start with some of the the major brands that do the long long term food. Storage. All right. Um, I know I did a little bit of uh, checking that out and went through some reviews and found some good uh, good companies and some bad companies. Yes. I know you looked at a, a few yep. yourself. Um, so let's uh, let's start off with my Patriot All right. Supply. What did you what did you find out about? That? All right, so my Patriot Supply, I started buying from early on. Um, originally, I was able to buy uh, a month of uh, food storage for about ninety nine dollars. Uh, now their month of food storage for one person. Now they do a month is 2000 calories a day. So that, that sounds pretty reasonable. Right. I think the stuff I was buying was closer to like 1700 calories a day early on. 
but honestly, I'd have to go back mm -hmm. and look at it to be sure. But I, I don't think it was quite this good, you know, as far as the content. But I was paying ninety nine a month, and now you're looking at two something a month. They do three months for seven ninety seven. So Kevin, math is hard. Mm -hmm. uh, where where do we come in on that? That's uh, two thirty. Well, it's basically two thirty a month. Um, mm -hmm. and the way, yeah, I have prices like to compare everybody, you know, per 2000 calories, but, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Are, are we ready for that? Or we want to talk about different companies? Well, let's, uh, let's, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that oh, now. Okay. Cause I know my Patriot supply is, is the cheapest per calorie. Yeah. Um, and then you've got, um, You've got some other companies that come in. Uh, Legacy Food Storage is the lowest uh, price per pound. Now, there's a difference there, um, huh. but let's uh, let's get into the the calories, the calorie count versus the, the okay. Um, so they have now they break down for if you're buying a three month supply, a six month supply, they have a different price because obviously the more bulk you buy, the you know the cheaper they'll go, but. All the comparisons I'm looking at right now are if you're buying three months worth of food storage. So you got to remember if you're thinking of you have a family of three, that's one month worth of food you're buying. So my Patriot right. Supply sells three months for $797 is their current deal right now. Right. Um, and that's not a sale. That's like the normal whatever. Now that rings in at eight dollars and 84 cents now these these pricing oh it's sorry that's eight dollars and 84 cents per 2000 calories it's basically a day right right so mm -hmm. these uh all this information was updated october 29th 2020 so that's now i mean that's current that's two days old for me or three days right. old for me uh now Legacy food storage, not too far behind, but it's notable, definitely notable. Um, actually, they say 38% increase in uh, price per calorie, coming in at $12.23 per 2,000 calories. Okay. Now, then there's Wise Food Storage, which is also very popular with people, rings in at 16.86%. Now that's a 91% increase over my Patriot supply. Uh, Ready store is $19. I don't even know that one. Uh, you see online that food for Patriots. I see a lot of ads all the time. They ring in at $9 and 16 cents and mountain house, mm -hmm. which people really consider quality food. They enjoy eating rings in at $23 and 87 cents. But usually, yeah, now let's yeah they sell smaller, you know. Right, you're not buying huge bulk with. I mean, they they do have some bulk uh, bulk food supply, but really, you know, you're it's not designed for bulk food storage. It's it's that's more designed for uh, on the, on the yeah ease on the camping. Now, Kevin, I know wants to point out the huge disclaimer right now. It does not necessarily mean you're getting a better deal at the $8.84 with my Patriot supply when somebody else who's maybe double the price might be giving you double the protein. Um, right. There's a big difference there. I know uh, a lot of these companies will add in calories by uh, adding like um, orange, 
orange uh, drink packet, you know, stuff you can mix. A lot of very heavy rice or soup that's basically flour based, um, you know, to thicken it up and make it creamy and tasty. But, you know, that's something to definitely be aware of. Um, You don't want to spend a a whole bunch of money just buying, uh, you know, flour or uh, sugar packets when, um, you know, when that quality isn't going to be the same thing. Uh, Carbohydrates are not not a bad thing to be consuming if you're, uh, you know, if you're uh, short on calories. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really are better off with a higher protein content in, right. in most of those foods. So it's just something you to know, be aware of. I mean, I, I know a lot of you could be thinking, hey, you know what? But if you're selling me a soup that's creamy rice and whatever, um, then you can uh, supplement it with squirrel and rabbit meat and make a little bit of, you know, a squirrel is tiny. That little bit of meat can go a long way when it's, you know, in a big bowl of rice, creamy rice, you know, that, that makes it a whole lot more palatable and it's going to make it last. But realize you want to be getting the most value for your dollars when you're buying long-term food storage. So, I mean, <laughs> that's all something yeah, to weigh in. Thing, go ahead. Yeah, One thing that we should point out is every one of these companies here um, that we're going over, has at least a 25 year shelf right. life. So this is great food to sit, you know, set and forget. No, maybe you not know? mountain Put house. Put it on your shelf. I, I'm not sure on. Maybe not yeah. mountain house. That's true. I didn't, I didn't check right. that. The rest. But uh, these are, these are, we're talking about food storage that you can put on a shelf <laughs> in a, in a cool dry place and then come back to it, you know, in 20 years or whatever. Now, but I do have to. The, the taste. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the taste is going to reflect that 25-year shelf Oh, Kevin, that hurts. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so one more thing. Uh, I did look at one more company that kept popping up in my ads once. You know how when you start searching something, mysteriously, Facebook throws ad after ad at you. Uh, there's mm-hmm. something called Emergency Essentials at BePrepared.com. Now, they actually came in pretty cheap as well. Um, I thought I did the breakdown, but bottom line, they're doing one month for $249, which uh, they also do. um, Sorry, uh, that comes in at a total of 62,420 calories, which I did the math earlier, basically 2,000 calories a day. So that's going to work out to be, hang on, 250 divided by 280. Um, Shoot, I did that wrong. 280 divided by 250. $1.12. No, that's not right. 62. Hang on. I'm sorry, guys. Kevin, why aren't you giving us good information here? Um, Sorry about that. So... (laughs) We've gone through a bunch of these different uh, long-term. Uh, it works out seven dollars. Sorry, sorry, guys. Keep you waiting. Seven dollars a uh, you know for your two thousand calories, and they actually, which would make it great. They say forty-eight grams of protein per per day. You know, per two thousand calories. Um, not that forty-eight is huge. Forty-eight is reasonable though. But it would be nice if everybody had that, so you could compare you know, easily what kind of 
what those calories are really worth, you know? Right, right. Now, a lot of these uh, long-term food storage companies, you know, you can listen to us ramble yes. on, but I would recommend doing your own research on, on some of these companies before you buy. If you're going to spend a large amount of money, you want to make sure you're getting, you know, food that you're going to want to eat, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of companies that have, you know, hard, disgusting biscuits, you know, stacked up in there that are going to taste like shit. You're going to, you're going to hate having, you know, you're going to hate mealtime. Um, so keep it in mind, this is food that you're going to be, you're going to be planning on eating. Right. So you don't want to get shit that you you don't want to eat. Um, one um, of the things like I did early on, like initially I bought the big packets, you know, the month, the month of food storage. Uh -huh. Then I started getting into buying, they have like the number 10 cans and like that. Um, and it'll be of mm -hmm. a specific item. Uh, my Patriot right. supply is big on that, but I believe they all have it. Uh, Wise has something, some version of that. And, you know, a lot of people have these like, you know, number 10 can or small, you know, one item. Like you can just buy meat or just buy whatever. That way you can kind of select the ones you want. I know in our last uh, episode we did on, on long-term food storage, I had mentioned that uh, my Patriot supply had brownies. And I was like, well, it's all going to be good because I'm going to have brownies in the apocalypse. And it was funny because I actually right. bought a, a reasonable amount of brownies because life's going to be good for me. And, Everybody went and tried to beef up their own supply because I sold it so well. And it turned out they stopped selling them right after we did the episode. And, and it was oh, bad. Yeah. Now, I checked. The brownies never came back. Um, they do have pudding, though. So the, the big item for now to make it through the apocalypse is pudding in number 10 cans. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, you guys could, you know, maybe want to think about that. Yeah, now yeah go ahead. Keep in mind, you can buy you can buy boxes of your own brownie mix and rebag that and store it for a long time. That dry uh, mix that they have that you add, you know, say oil and an egg, um, it's great to great to stick on the shelf and and you can keep that for years and years as long as you now can you know those. You guys egg. have probably seen those infomercials with the vacuum sealers. And mm -hmm. something like that is going to come in huge where you can, you know, separate your rice or your, you know, even, uh, you know, pancake mix or something like that and extend the shelf life significantly. Um, the same thing, Mylar bags are, are very popular for bulk food storage. Um, there, you can definitely, you know, go down a road on the internet of that kind of thing. And, but, you know, who knows what, uh, you know, what you want to do and what's right for you and your family. Right. Right. Now I don't, I don't usually go for these, uh, these long-term food storage plans. Um, simply for the, just simply because of the fact that I want to know that what I'm buying is going to be what I, you know, things that I want to eat. And there's a, mm -hmm. there's an easy way to do that. It's, it's more expensive for sure, but you're getting food that you're going to, you're going to enjoy eating. Right. Um, and I try to rotate through my stock, you know, canned foods last a long time and, and actually most of them last, uh, three to five years past their, their expiration date, especially canned, uh, meat, canned, 
tuna, canned chicken. Right. Those things will last forever. Um, uh, canned tomatoes. Um, now, the thing with the, the life expectancy on these types of things is you have to be conscientious of the, the pH. Okay. Things with a, a lower pH, things that are more acidic, are going to last a lot longer. Things like tuna, or I'm sorry, things like uh, tomatoes and, um, you know, obviously pickles, things with vinegar, right. going to last a long time. So it's always great to stock up on those things, but you don't want to be eating uh, pickles for, for three months because there's really not a whole lot of nutrition. Very low calorie, much. very low nutrition. But mm -hmm. So if you stick to things like uh, canned soups, um, can like I said, canned chicken and, and tuna, you can rotate that through, you know, through your, your regular weekly meal planning and, uh, you know, have a good stock set up, uh, where you're not, you know, where if something does go wrong, you'll have several months worth of food already stored up just from the extra canned food you right. have, you know, sitting around your house. Uh, pasta is another great one, but that that's a, one of those things that you want to repackage. Yes. You want to get it out of the box. Um, and, and you want to really vacuum seal that stuff out because moisture is going to make that, that pasta go rancid real fast. Yeah. So you want to make sure it's sealed up well. Now pasta, you know, you're good for the year. You're just not saving it long term. you know, with the, in the normal right. box and that kind of thing, unless you're in a very humid, you know, environment, that kind of thing, you know, think about where you're storing it. Now that's another thing is, is where you're storing it. So a lot of us, like me, I don't have a very big pantry. Um, the house I have is more the, uh, the rustic log cabin kind of thing. And for some reason, when they build log cabins, people get excited about, uh, about, you know, looking at the wood and that kind of thing. So they don't put any closets or anything. Cause you know, you're not going to build interior closet closets all over the place with freaking logs. And they don't want to have them yeah. over out of sheetrock. So I don't have a lot of storage pantry space. Um, what I do have is the property that I bought came with a, uh, a, um, an older, like falling down kind of farmhouse that came with it. And I end up using that for my storage. Well, that's cool, except that it's not exactly mouse proof and, you know, critter proof and all that. You know, it's got a good roof. And the temperature is going right. to fluctuate. And I'm also not it. heating it in the winter or, you know, air conditioning it in the summer. So, you know, this makes it hard for storing items and you worry about, you know, rodents and that kind of thing. Plus, you know, the bad guy's going to come steal all my stuff out of my other house. Now, whatever. So that's something where when you're in a situation like that and you're not storing it with your regular food stores and, you know, up north in New York and that kind of stuff, everybody's got a basement and a basement's a great place, usually dry, usually, uh, you know, pretty well protected from the weather and the critters because and it's, it's cool during the summer and it's warm during the winter. You know, it stays at a pretty constant temperature. Right, and that cooler dryer is is really nice. So, I mean, definitely something to be aware of and think about where you're storing it. And depend on that, depending on that, you also, 
depends how frequent you need to be checking it and going in. Now, if you're in a true rotation, like Kevin's talking about, um, where you're cycling through and you put the cans at, you know, you have a can dispenser rack, that kind of thing, and it goes through by freshness, then you can kind of monitor that and be aware. Plus those dispensers are nice for being able to monitor your inventory. Um, you know, Hey, look, mm-hmm. you know, we normally have this soup and I can one, see we're going through it like crazy, or we're not eating this one ever, you know, which ones you may mm-hmm. want to restock or even rethink into, you know, switch it out for a can of something else. That, that's right. a great start. Um, two, you want to get out there and take a look. So I know in my house, um, one of the things we store, and you guys have heard me mention it in the past, is uh, toilet paper, right? And guess what? That right. paid off huge for me in this whole pandemic. I didn't bat an eye. I, I was never even hit the, oh, we only have 30 rolls left. That never even happened. So, but what's cool? That's right. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but through this whole pandemic, Chuck has had the cleanest butthole in town. <laughs> the cleanest butthole. And that, I mean, there were people. It was pretty rough at times. Right. Uh-huh. I didn't even now, want to go to work with some of those guys, you know? You know, <laughs> it, it brought all new meaning to, dude, do you even wash your ass? You know, that... that Came uh-huh. up more than once. So that's something to be aware of. Now, with that, I go out and I check the, the toilet paper and some stuff the other day. And now the toilet paper I have broken down into big like Tupperware bins. So it's like sealed plastic. Mm-hmm. They're the kind that like clip, you know, on the ends and are pretty tight. Now, there right. were mouse droppings on the plastic container. However, that said... There was nothing got through, nothing chewed through it. Um, I was discussing this with my wife uh, earlier today as we're talking about, you know, the topic today and and things coming up. And we actually had uh, some mice in my kitchen for a little while when we first moved in. And there was uh, a peanut butter jar and believe it or not, a oil, uh, like olive oil that had, it was a glass jar, but it had like a plastic dispenser mouth kind of thing at the top. And the mice chewed uh. through the plastic top. Um, and they also chewed through a peanut butter jar. Now that sounds pretty crazy to me. I mean, I wouldn't have thought, I would have thought a sealed peanut butter jar, you know, I think it had been opened, but it was closed. And they, uh, there's, there's the, the smell right. that, that's, and that's it. You never, you know, yeah. something that's been opened, you don't want to put back on the shelf. Um, now, I did kind of break down. I wanted to get to the bottom of calories. So what happens if I want to go to Sam's Club and do my preps that way as opposed to doing the uh, long-term food storage? And I was actually a little surprised at my dollar for calorie. Now, again, I'm not getting 12-year or, sorry, 25-year shelf life. But if I repackage things, now if you repackage things, obviously the value per calorie is going to go up, you know, the cost. But Mm -hmm. you can go a long way. Um, Rice, rice stores pretty well, even without being repackaged. I know when I was keeping it in the basement in New York, we would actually go through the 25 pound bag of rice 
and it would take about a year and a half. I what I did was I just kept it in the bag that it came from from Sam's Club, but then I threw it in a five gallon bucket with a lid, and that was it. Um, no vacuum sealing. I think you can get probably double the time if you vacuum seal it in a bag. That kind of thing um, depends what you're looking for. Now, yeah. Now you also want to make sure you're you're storing white rice. You don't want brown right. rice. Uh, you don't want instant rice. You want to uh, store white rice. That's going to last the longest. The brown rice has a lot more oil. Right. It's going to. It's basically fat oil. that's that's making it brown. And that makes it taste better and actually has some more nutrition stuff going on, but it's not going to help you with your long-term storage. Um, so I did the math here. Now, now realize at what you're saving for the calories, you can throw rice out and still be ahead of the game with your long compared to your long-term food storage. So if you want to beef it up mm -hmm. and maybe buy more specific just meat or something like that, if you're buying from a 25-year company, that might be a way to go. But when I give you the numbers, you're going to be surprised. And uh, see, so turns out a 25-pound bag of rice at Sam's Club costs 10 bucks. Just check today. Uh, in that, for that 10 bucks, you're going to get 41,000 calories. Now, if you do the math on that, now remember the cheapest My Patriot supply was coming in at like $8.50 or something. I think it was even $8.80 for 2,000 calories. Rice is going to come in at $0.50 cents for 2,000 calories. So, and I'm telling so you that bag's going to last right a minimum of a year as far as shelf life without doing anything. Throw it in a five-gallon bucket, it's going to last. Um, and, and that's, you know, minimal preps. So, and I think if you break the five gallon bucket into that price, you're probably around 75 cents, maybe 60 cents. So, and I really think you can easily get two out of that two years now. So every two years you're throwing it out and I'm assuming you're maybe going through one. I always like to have one 25 pound bag in like reserve and one that I'm working through. And then I rotate through like that. That way, none of it actually goes to waste or gets thrown out. And that's worked out for me. I've never had it go bad. Um, that's my own thing. Now, I also looked at pancake mix. Now, they have high protein like Krusty's or there's that Kodiak. Um, those are, are right. one price. And then just bulk pancake mix. Now, pancake mix fills bellies. It's not high in protein if you're not buying the protein stuff, but let's look at the numbers. Um, so if you just buy bulk pancake mix at Sam's Club, it ended up being uh, $6 for, it ended up working out to be 77 servings at 210 calories per serving and uh, 80 cents is where you come in on that. So you're eating pancakes, which I got to say, my Patriot supply, a lot of those calories are rice and pancakes. So, you know, something to keep in mind there. Uh, 80 cents. Now that, I think you're good for a year maybe on the box. And I think that's really it. Uh, you will probably have to reseal that if you want longer term. You know, I'd vacuum seal it. 
because those wax bags that they're putting it in are not really geared towards long-term food storage. Um, right. And the mice will find that if you, right. The way it is again, uh, throwing it in a five gallon bucket is going to protect you from the mice. Don't know how it's going to do on, but damn for six bucks. So you figure you buy 25 pound bag of rice. We'll say two, 20 bucks. You buy two of these $12 worth of pancake mix. Now, um, let me see for two dollars i can say those protein those high protein pancake mixes are are not as good now here's the thing yeah here's the thing on you go ahead ahead. you have to drench it in syrup right so that's something i'd keep in mind is that um you know you want to you want to things to taste good but you also you know if you're looking for for best price for for calorie for protein calorie there's not there's not a whole lot of better options than than that now i actually did the math on that and the uh high protein pancake Mm -hmm. mix comes in at three dollars versus the 80 cents for your uh Uh 2000 calories but believe it or not you're getting 15 grams of protein versus four on the other. Right. So you're actually, and based on how many servings you're getting, the way it all works out, if you're spending the same amount of money, you're actually getting more protein plus extra bulk calories out of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the cheaper non high protein stuff. Now mm-hmm. to make any of those pancakes go down, you're going to want to look at syrup um, that's my thought. Maybe you can make something on your farm, your, you know, cream, butter, whatever. Uh, you're going to look at, and sorry, both of those pancake mixes were just add water, no eggs, no nothing added to it. Um, if you had eggs, you could up the protein right out of the gate by adding eggs to the mix. Um, that's something you might want to consider. Uh, you know, if you have chickens, that kind of stuff. Uh, syrup. Worked out to be about two dollars for two thousand calories, um, mm. so that wasn't too bad. And that's a lot of sugar calories, yeah. and you know, which, which you know don't want to stock all the way up on on syrup, but you know it definitely uh, it definitely uh, helps that helps the taste of most of those right. foods. You know, now we also looked at uh, canned chicken because Kevin was pointing out you need some protein. And so we, we looked at canned chicken and for 2000 calories, believe it or not, you're only paying a dollar 70 for 2000 calories. So that's right. pretty now, freaking canned awesome. Chicken is gonna last, yeah. Canned chicken is going to last, canned chicken and tuna is going to last three to five years past the expiration date. Right. Um, so, as long as you keep, you know, as long as you keep it stored right. properly. Now those are... Or think about that. Those are uh, quality calories. They uh, definitely a shorter shelf life than you're getting out of your long-term food storage, and that's because theirs is dried out and that kind of stuff. But at a dollar seventy, that means you can replace it four times. And I like to believe you can actually eat it in that time. Um, canned chicken is not a problem. I feel. 
if I'm mixing it in with other stuff. If you're making chili with your red sauce, you know, if you're buying those big, uh, you know, crushed tomatoes or that kind of thing, which I got to point out, I haven't seen it Sam's Club or anything since since all this shortage stuff happened, you know, with the whole COVID mm-hmm. thing. It never, like, it's gone. There's just nothing there to buy. So, I don't know, mm-hmm. that's a little weird to me. But, uh, you know, keep that in mind. But canned chicken really can stretch it out. And that's something you could rotate through and work it into, you know, your spaghetti or your chili or your, you know, things where you're making it. And I'm sure there's soups that you can make that, you know, you would enjoy the taste. Um, Another thing Mm -hmm. you're going to want to think about for long-term food storage is you're going to want to think of seasoning and how you can spice things up, how you can put stuff in there that's going to, you know, give flavor to your rice or to your, you know, other bland things. Um, you know, the, the rice and the pancake mix, those weren't things I really expect you to be eating, you know, frequently. Those are things where you can get huge calories, huge fill bellies, and it'll last a long time. But there are a lot of soups and other things that you can rotate through your daily lifestyle um, that can get through it. Now, Here's the flip side. You may be telling me, hey, Chuck, you know what? I like to eat fresh and I don't care about, you know, my. I'm never going to feed my family uh, Campbell's, you know, chicken noodle soup with all that salt and all that whatever, you know, whatever your problems are with, you know, processed food, that's fine. So then you should be working your stuff the other way. Do you, you know, are you the guy who's got the chickens laying I can go out and get a dozen eggs every day. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my belly's going to be full without, you know, any of this. Uh, Up north, you do have to worry about feeding your chickens in the winter and that kind of stuff. So you have to come up with a way to do that. Uh, Down where I am, realistically, they can pretty much forage all year long. Um, Pretty much. It gets a little leaner in the winter. But I find they also eat less in the winter. So kind of works out. Um, the, uh, you know, things like that. Do you have cows? Do you have that kind of stuff? Now, are you able to produce your feed for your cows and your goats and that kind of stuff? You got to take that into account. But I do know that, you know, supplementing your stuff with eggs and stuff like that, you're going to be bringing in so much protein. It's going to make a big difference. Now, obviously, right. and you chickens range. Yeah. um, they're going to be eating, you know, bugs and, and stuff that you don't want around anyway. So it's a double win with those. Yeah. Um, definitely. You know, we had ticks. It was ridiculous how many ticks were on my property when I bought it. Uh, there was not a day I could go outside that I wouldn't come in with two or three ticks on me. And it was literally two or three. It wasn't one. Um, and now I haven't had a tick in probably four or five months. Uh, we got the chickens, and it slowed down dramatically right away. And then I would say within a month, we know not one person in my house has gotten a tick on them since. And it's that dramatic, you know, with the chickens out there eating. Uh, I, I read somewhere that they eat something like several pounds a day of, of ticks and, and that kind of stuff. So it's really dramatic. Um But yeah, I mean, that kind of thing will make, you know, if they're converting bugs into protein for you, that's huge. Uh, 
you know, hell, even uh, if you guys heard our uh, eating insects episode not that long ago, having that rice might make that those insects go a little bit further, right? When you're eating the, the roasted grasshoppers, a big bowl of rice with it isn't that bad, you know? Having full bellies right. or having a meal you can make for the friend or neighbor who you want to take care of, but you don't want to give away your expensive supplies, you know, it's something. Grasshoppers, rice and grasshoppers, you know, there to you each go. his own. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. That's, that's pretty much what I got. Kevin, what else do you keep in your stores there? I mean, what do you, what are you working through at your house? Well, let me tell you what my favorite, my favorite storage items are. All right. And they're not, they're not all food, but the, this is stuff that's gonna, that's gonna last basically forever. As long as it's not, not damaged. Okay. Um, so first on the list is is dark chocolate. Now it's great. It doesn't spoil at, as fast as milk chocolate does. It doesn't go rancid, uh, but you do have to keep it sealed up. Mice love chocolate, and they will they will get in there if they can even if they even catch a, a whiff of of the chocolate, they're gonna get to it. So you really have to be careful with it when you store it. Make sure it's it's sealed up well and and um, and everything's uh, closed up. Another one is is that we'd already touched on was dry pasta lasts a long time, uh, bouillon cubes huge, that's gonna last a long time. Honey, you can set that on your shelf and it might cr crystallize, but it's still gonna be still gonna be good for pretty much forever. Um, vinegar is another one. Uh, you don't use a lot of vinegar, but it's great. You know, it's great for uh, cleaning stuff and and uh, it's great for seasoning certain types of of foods and storing certain types right. of foods. Salt, another one. You don't want to get uh, any moisture get to your salt because it's going to be a big clumped up mess and it's going to be a nightmare. So you want to make sure that it's all sealed up good. Rubbing alcohol. Um, I have a, a huge stockpile of bottles of rubbing alcohol, which is good because now when I go to the uh, store, you can't find rubbing alcohol. It's not on the shelf. They're using that for hand sanitizer. Most of the companies that were producing it are using it for hand sanitizer and things like that now. Um, but it'll be back. Uh, hydrogen peroxide is another one. Um, and whiskey. The most important the, thing that you have during the apocalypse is going to be And whiskey. it gets and better can, with age. That's how good it is. That's right. You can set that on the shelf in its bottle, opened or unopened, doesn't matter, and it's going to last forever. It's going to last through... Uh, through your rice and your beans and everything else. And, and the store. cool thing about liquor is it already comes in a long-term storage container. You don't have to do anything. That's right. Now, mm -hmm. beer is not so good. Beer does not last forever. Um, beer is not great for long-term storage. Um, the supplies for making beer will last. But uh, so if you're, you're doing that, you know, you're making your own beer you could kind of set up a supply for the future. Although I feel like it would still be a, uh, a rationed thing. Um, there is a lot of sugar required and, and a lot of things that, you know, you're going to find that you'd rather have it for other things before you'd have it for beer, but teach his own, but liquor, you yeah, can't go back on liquor. Beer, <laughs> yeah. Remember beer has food value, but food doesn't have beer value. So, you know, it's a toss-up. There you man. go. You have to think about it realistically. Now, darker beers will last a little bit longer than light beers, 
But, you know, after a couple of months, you're pretty much shit out of luck. So that's where we're at on all that. But I don't know. I feel like we've covered it. I feel like, um, you know, a lot of you just keep in mind, all this is a substitute for what you're able to produce on your own. And being able to produce and take care of yourself is really the key to all of this. Um, These are all Mm -hmm. supplements. We have episodes on gardening and on animals and different things. We talked about chickens. We talked about rabbits. We talked about all kinds of things. These are really your go-to if you're thinking about prepping and survival. You want to find ways to have sustainable food for your family. You want it to, you know, continually be providing and producing. You know, chickens are perpetual. You're going to be getting eggs forever and you can hatch new ones and that kind of thing um, and go on. Mm -hmm. Rabbits are perpetual where they're going to keep going on. Uh, goats, if you really sort all that out, they keep breeding and making more. Um, this stuff will go on. Uh, cows get a little trickier, but it can be done um, as far as being you know, sustainable and, and reproducing. Obviously, when we have infrastructure, cows are very sustainable. But when you're on your own and trying to work it out, it's a little trickier and it's something you may not be used to doing because honestly it seems to be a corporate thing of getting uh, cows pregnant and who knows what some kind of magic happens. I'm not really sure. Um, basically nobody wants to keep a bull around is the big problem, but, uh, right. Anyway, and a sustainable garden and understanding seeds and how to harvest your seeds from your garden and replant them. These things are all skills that you need to learn you need to spend the time in. You need to practice gardening. You need to, you know, start building up a sustainable food supply for yourself where you're not dependent on the grocery store. We're just looking at things and ways you can do for one, people who are stuck in the city. Hopefully, if you're stuck in the city, it's because the money's so great that that's what's keeping you there instead of being out in the country. And the idea is that money will buy you, you know, these other supplies that will help last but hopefully they buy you a place in the country and some storage out there. But again, it's something you need to check on and be monitoring rather regularly. So that's it. Um, Just learn to be a little more sustainable every day and take care of your family. And hopefully you won't, uh, eventually you won't need this long-term food storage. But with that, I would say that's what I got today and uh, stay safe. And we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.
Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment. For Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.